0: Welcome back to another episode of Shades of Strong, where we're talking about all the things that shape, make, and sometimes break a strong Black woman. I'm Cheryl. Hey,
1: Nettie. Hey. Hey. What's How up, are you? girl? What is up? What is going on? Hey, it's a really nice evening out here tonight, so that's cool. I'm very happy about that. Stuff like that makes me happy.
0: I know, right? But it's been, it's been super, super hot and humid. The last few days, so I'd normally get up and do a walk in the mornings, but I haven't been doing that because it's been hot, and I'm like, God, I can't do it today.
1: It's definitely been that way this week up here too. But the evenings are glorious. Yeah.
0: All right, guys. Me and Natty ain't on here to talk about the weather today. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> today we have another great topic for you guys. So I was telling Natty earlier that. On social media, I've been seeing this meme that go, that's saying, stop telling people how to heal from stuff that you've never been through. And so I thought, hmm, you know what? How about we just stop telling people how to heal, period. Because like I was telling Nanny. Okay. Exactly. Because even though we may go through the same thing, the journey to healing is never the same. The journey to healing is an individual journey. So Natty and I thought it would be great to engage in a little conversation about that today and get some feedback from you as well. So as always, hop over to any social, your favorite social media platform, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, our website at shazerstrong.com And we're Shades are strong across all platforms. Let us know what you think about these episodes. Cause I mean, like, we are so enjoying these conversations ourselves. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we are just having we a totally good are. time. We are just having a good time. So, yeah, let us know what y'all think about what this information that, that we're putting out. And again, all social media platforms, Shades of Strong. So, Natalie, you know, I always like to let you go first. What What do you think about people telling other people to stop healing from things that you've never been through? Do you feel the same way I feel about it? Let's just stop telling people how to heal, period. Or do you feel like people heal the same?
1: No, I, I actually agree with you 100%. The problem with kind of telling people what to do in general, but especially when it comes to healing and like, Stuff like that is if a person doesn't follow the prescripted advice, then it becomes an issue. Like the person a lot of times kind of starts feeling, you know, offended or whatever because we didn't follow what they said to do. And yeah, you're absolutely right. Like nobody can tell you exactly how to feel about anything. Feel like the only person that probably would have maybe some leeway with doing that would be like a therapist like if you're in therapy then that's one thing but if the person is like someone who you just know or whatever and they're just a friend or you know, a coworker or whatever i just feel like it's a little short-sighted to be trying to tell people what's going to work for them As far as healing goes because you really don't know and we're all different people we have different personalities we have different ways of doing all kinds of things and so just because something works for me doesn't mean it's gonna work for the next person i think what we could do a better job at is just being supportive and what i mean by that is just being able to listen being able to um, sit with someone and be a sounding board for them and listen. And then if they ask for advice, then that's one thing, but you could even, even if they do ask, you're giving them advice because they asked and you're not expecting them to follow your orders, so to speak. You're just giving them advice because they, they asked and you're you're being helpful and you're being supportive in that manner, literally because they asked. But if they don't, just listen, just be someone that they feel that they can talk to, you know?
0: I, I agree. I agree with you on that, because like I was saying earlier, like we can all go through the, the exact same traumatic event. I don't even think that the exact same traumatic event is reasonable <laughs> to even say that. <laughs> but but we can all yeah, go through, yeah. we can all experience the same trauma in our lives and how we respond to it will be different, you know, because none of us respond like for, for me, for instance with all the deaths that that we've experienced in our in our family this year and even though it it was family death i can honestly say that nobody that in my family as far as like my children go my mom go and even my siblings go none of us responded the same to those deaths. Even though, you know, we, we were all family, like for instance, my sister passed, my uh, my older sister and I did not respond to her death the same. Even though that's my sister, that's her sister, we didn't respond the same. So when trauma or tragedy strikes, then no two people are going to respond the same in that. So we need to get into the habit of not telling people how to respond. So you, you can't tell me how to heal because you can't tell me how to respond to this tragedy that has just struck, that has just struck my life. And so when, I'm, when I was seeing these memes, I, I was taken back to a time when I was standing in, in Walgreens a couple of years ago. I went in there and get this soap that I absolutely love. And that, I digress, that don't even matter, but I love the soap. But anyway. So I went in there to get, get the soap. And this girl, um, I heard this lady was on the phone and, and I heard her say, while I was standing in the middle aisle, I heard her say, girl, stop crying. And she was on the phone. She was like, girl, stop crying. Get out of bed. And she was like, your life, your life could be, or things could be a lot worse. He'll be back when he realizes what he lost. And so for me, like I was taken aback by the conversation for two reasons. Number one is that here you are This lady is on the phone in a public place, loudly having a conversation that certainly should have been kept private. Number one, you're in Walgreens having this conversation on the phone. So I was taken aback by that. But then it was like, oh my gosh, why are you telling her this when she is obviously hurting? Like she's hurting. And and basically what you're saying is, suck it up. Yeah, I'm not a, fan of that (laughs) yeah like you basically telling her to suck it up like you don't have a right to feel what you're feeling because let's let's just be 100 when you're in pain you don't want to hear nobody telling you it could be worse do you want to hear that? you do not know that and so basically what I felt like in that moment was she was telling her how to respond to Apparently it was some type of relationship hiccup, and she was telling her how to respond. You don't get to tell me how to respond to my pain. You're right. You're you don't right. get to do that. So we get, and I think we do it unknowingly. I think it just comes natural for us to say, "Oh, girl, but well at least it's not this," or "You know what? It could be a lot worse." Yeah, I, I think that. I think when you do that, you invalidate the person's feelings, and I feel like yeah. we need to be more cautious about saying those type of things to people because in essence, you are telling them how to respond to that pain.
1: No, I think you're absolutely right. I think the reason that we we do it is because of our own discomfort. For one thing, saying, hey, I mean, because I've done it before. I mean, I haven't done it in many years, but I've done it before. Everybody does this. The whole, hey, praise God, it's not this. It could be worse. You know, be thankful for what you got, blah, 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 blah. The reason we do that, I, I believe, this is just my opinion, is because we are very uncomfortable with discomfort. So we don't like to see people hurting, which of course, who we're human. And if we're decent human beings, we don't want to, we hate it. We hate to see somebody else in pain, you know, but because we are very uncomfortable with the whole concept of feeling pain in the first place, we want to diffuse that pain as quickly as possible, or at least try and help diffuse it so we say all these things to try and bring this lighter perspective and like you said it it inadvertently just completely invalidates whatever the person's feeling in the moment because if they are going if what they're going through is fresh like hey this just happened today <laughs> or like 5 minutes ago there's nothing that you can say that's going to make me feel better like there's nothing that you can say that's going to make me stop crying actually telling me to stop crying is certainly not going to make me stop crying and all you're doing is actually making me feel worse. But again, we're so uncomfortable with discomfort. And I think we've been programmed that way. We've been programmed uh, just as a society to not look like we don't have it, to, to look like we have it all together and never look like we don't have it all together. Never look like um, things aren't great. Things should always be great. And we, sh- you know, we, we want to put on these um, appearances all the time. And so anytime something goes sideways and it's going to go sideways because this is life, welcome to earth. We are like, Oh my gosh, we are trying to scramble to make it look like everything's all right. That's why people think there's supposed to be some sort of expiration date on grief. There isn't grief is with you, honestly, for the rest of your life. You know, you just learn to live with it. You learn to live with it. And it doesn't, it doesn't get better per se. It just gets more bearable and you just learn to keep going but because we're so uncomfortable with sitting in that thing and we're so pressed to look like everything's good, we do all kinds of things to try and and shortcut our way to healing. And that's not the way it works. And so when we're on the outside looking in and we're trying to give this advice, I think our good intention selves are trying to help by giving some sort of, some sort of shortcut to healing. but. That actually doesn't work and it doesn't actually bring the lasting healing that we want because there's some things in life that just won't work with a short time. And
0: healing is definitely one of them. <laughs> w- you, ne- you absolutely have to have time to process every motion associated with that pain. And yeah. if you don't give yourself time to do that, you will
1: never properly heal from you that. You properly heal. You don't just like heal. I mean your physical body doesn't properly heal if you try and speed it up you know so i mean why do we think that our emotional or mental health will be somehow different is is strange but i definitely believe it's because we've been programmed to always have this stiff, stiff upper lip and and to you know you got to be strong this is why that being strong is is so harmful because it's like hey I can't strong my way through this. I have to be able to feel the emotions that I feel. And you're asking me to be strong and, and what you mean is, hey, don't feel this thing. That's impossible. We're supposed to feel. We're we're not human if we don't, if we don't feel. So just be here with me. I'm not saying you gotta cry with me. You can if you want, but just if if you you can if you want, but just be here and sit with me and listen. And you know, when the time comes, I'm gonna do the same for you. Because we're two completely different people. We've gone through completely different experiences in life. We've all experienced trauma, but we've experienced different types of trauma all beginning from birth or before we were even born. So there's no way we can process things the same. So if I can just sit with you as you're processing or leave you alone if that's what you want, and you can do the same for me, that actually would go a far, far greater distance to helping us heal. You're absolutely right. And I think that
0: we, just to kind of pick it back off what you said is that we 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 don't get the healing that we need because we are listening to our family and our friends and the whole world telling us that we don't have a right to feel what we're feeling. When you tell me to be strong by your definition of what being strong is, what you're ultimately saying is surely, don't feel what you're feeling right now. Right. Don't don't feel that. Because I remember when, when my brother passed several years ago. And I called my friend at the morning of the funeral. And and I, I was just like, oh, I was like, Donnie, I don't know if I can do that. And she was like, you can do this. And, and I, I immediately said, I know I have to pull myself together. I got to be strong for my children. She said, no, you don't. She said, you don't have to be strong for your for your children. She said, you can be whatever you need to be in this moment. And that blessed my soul. Because in mm-hmm. that moment, she gave me permission to feel. And for whatever reason, I needed her to give me that permission. And so when we don't allow people to feel what they're feeling, then we're telling them that's unacceptable. What you're feeling right now is unacceptable. And I'm not going to allow you to feel that. Pick yourself up, pull yourself and move on.
1: Yeah. I mean, and it's 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 actually quite destructive because this is the whole reason that people don't talk about what they're going through because they've been hammered over the head probably a few times, more than a few times with this, hey, don't cry. Hey, pull yourself up. Hey, stiff upper lip. Hey, get yourself to pull yourself together. And they were never given the space or time to feel whatever it was that they were feeling, much less talk about it with anybody. So they don't talk about it to anybody. And then next thing you know, it's coming out in other ways. It's coming out in toxic behaviors toward other people or even toxic behaviors toward ourselves. It's, it's just like when you when
0: and I think I made a post about this a couple of weeks ago, you know, where people are, are constantly saying, oh, she's bitter, she's angry, she's this, she's that. But how about she's hurting? She's hurting. Did you ever stop to see why she's bitter? Did you Or why it appears that she's bitter? Did you ever stop to ask why it appears that she's angry? Did you ever try and find out what's going on internally what's going on emotionally because hurt and pain manifest itself in other ways when it is not
1: properly dealt with that's right but because we're not allowed to deal with it we don't and then we end up with that we end up with that bitterness and then or what it what people perceive as bitterness or anger and it's like no you know the real thing is i'm in real pain my my i'm broken hearted about something And no one I have no one to turn to to talk to talk to about it. I have no one that's actually gonna listen to me without trying to tell me how to feel or tell me what to do. And I've never had that. So I'm just sitting with this, not really knowing how to deal with it. And this is how it comes out. And this is this is the problem because again, this is how we've been programmed all through our lives. Like, hey, you know, don't shed any tears. I mean, it's amazing how many times I've even caught myself A few times, you know, as a parent, we do this. Hey, don't cry about that, you know. Hey, calm down, dry it up, you know. And it's like, wait, what? What exactly are we doing to our kids when we don't allow them to feel their emotions and express their emotions in a healthy manner? I mean, I'm I'm totally guilty of that, and my parents were guilty of that, and grandparents, and everyone. It's it's a problem that we have as a society. And that's why we've got a lot of the problems that we have now with um, people having the, some of the mental difficulties they, that they have. Because they aren't free to really express how they've been feeling. Or if people are sick, like in their bodies, and it's as a result of what you said, like the anger, because that stuff really will turn anger. And it turns on your body. Yes, it manifests physically. Yes, it affects. And it's probably because we don't have we're not allowed to to express our emotions when they aren't positive, as if we're never going to have negative emotions. We do.
0: I don't even like to refer to them as negative emotions. For me, I just feel like emotions are emotions because when I feel like when, when you say that that one is one and one is positive and one is negative then you're saying that the negative one is bad and emotions aren't aren't bad and so I don't even like to name it a negative emotion I just like to say I'm experiencing an emotion right now and that emotion is whatever it is I don't I just I hate that that negative part you know like
1: oh well that's fair that's totally fair I get it I get what you're saying what's well, it's funny that you said that you 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 came to this topic because you saw that meme, and I didn't see the meme that you were talking about, but I did see um, a, a post yesterday or some or it might have been the day before, and it said, um, "Stop making people feel bad for feeling bad." I Was that's like, woof, "Well, that's there you go." One. That's it's a good like, one because if we do. That feeling to... bad. There's a reason we do it. We, do, we it. do that too.
0: We do that to people. We're like, "Girl, that's not a big deal. What you crying about that for?" you Something know it but might not be
1: a big deal to you not, but it's, it's a big, big deal, to deal
0: to me exactly so don't discount my feelings like don't do that it's just like it's just like you said Natty if you the, the next time you see somebody that that uh, that appears to be bitter or angry or somebody that that has a genuine emotion that she that she's expressing at that moment how about we not judge them yeah how about we offer to be support for them how about we do that rather than than judging the pain that they're experiencing in that moment, because guess what? She don't want to hear you telling her, oh girl, it could be worse. She don't want to hear you saying, she don't want to hear you saying, oh, it'll be better tomorrow or so-and-so-and-so went through this girl and they got over it. It wasn't a big deal. She does not want to hear that. And that very moment she is broken. She is confused. She is in indescribable pain. All she want to know is, are you going to be here to support me? How can right. you support me? She does not want, she, she, and she, and let me tell you what else she doesn't want. She doesn't want you to try and fix it. Some, some people just want to be heard. Yeah. They just want, they That's just it. want to know that, that you see me, that you hear me and that I matter to you. They don't want you to try and fix it. So all you got to do is, is be an arm, be a shoulder, yeah. be a lap, be a ear. Don't try to fix it. Just support her. That's what she needs. Don't tell well, her. That's, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Keep, no. Keep going. Keep going.
0: God, I forgot. I was gonna say, don't tell her. Oh, oh, you, you just just suck it up. Like she doesn't want to hear that. I don't want to no. hear it. Don't tell me to suck it up. If I'm crying, don't tell me to stop crying. I'm crying because I want to cry. Right. Because I need to cry in that moment. Crying. Oh my God, it is so refreshing. And it, I mean, like it just relieves everything. Like a good cry. Oh my
1: gosh. Yeah, it is so good. Right. It. it is. I so mean, and good. we're built to cry. That's one mm-hmm. of the things that we were are, are created to do. So we should allow ourselves to do that. and we should you're allow other people right. to do that. Allow other people um, to do it. Yeah,
0: no, totally. And I'm glad you brought up that point. That point about the children too, Natty, because I think we've all been guilty of that. Oh
1: yeah, this
0: stuff is instilled in us from childhood when we tell them. E- even if your kid falls off the slide, you're like, "Get up, brush it off, knock it off." We won't even allow them to feel pain from falling off a swing or a
1: slide. We just tell them, oh, you're all right. You're all right.
0: Maybe he or she is not all right.
1: Yeah. That's, it's a, and, and it's like, wow, it really takes a lot of, of self-awareness practice. and practice uh-huh. to does. get out of that habit. Because, I mean, the fact of the matter is what we're saying, like, hey, you're, you're okay, is true. Physically, they probably are. I mean, unless they've got a broken bone and they're bleeding profusely, they're Okay. But emotionally, it's probably I know for me, whenever I was really small and hurt myself, it's scary. It's frightening. Mm -hmm. And so they're not just crying because, hey, this hurts right now. They're crying because that is a very small, traumatic event for them in that moment because it was frightening. It's terrifying. It's terrifying to fall off your bike. It's terrifying to fall off of anything. It's terrifying for an older person to fall. So it's definitely terrifying for a kid to fall if they don't if they're not used to doing that all the time or they're not doing, you know, they're not doing these different sports where, hey, they're kind of used to falling, you know. So part of the crying is not just, hey, I've got pain from my skin knee, because yeah, that pain does subside pretty quickly. But it's like the just the terror that they might have felt in that moment. And telling them, hey, it's all good. Don't worry about it. You're fine. You're also telling them that whatever terror that they felt was somehow normal and they should always feel, you know, like whenever they feel frightened like that, it's just okay. And so they don't ever, t- yeah, and they don't ever talk about it later when they're, gro- when they're growing up, when they're, when they're afraid of other things. They're not going to tell you about it because they feel that that's somehow weak because you've taught them that that's, that's the weak thing to do. It's like, hey, you're, and you're supposed to be strong. And it's like, we're, we're doing everything we can to erase vulnerability from our beings. And yes. that doesn't work because yes. we're created to be vulnerable people. We can't connect without vulnerability. And so trying to erase it constantly by making ourselves not feel things when we're hurt or we're frightened or we're sad or someone hurts our feelings or someone breaks our heart, we're not going to turn into these cyborg people that we think we're going to turn into that are just impermeable by anything. We're never going to be those people. So we really have to learn how to deal with our emotions and how to help support others in dealing with theirs. Absolutely. And it starts,
0: it starts with our children. Like we, yeah. have, we have to start telling them now that it's okay to feel. And I'm not saying, you know, just let them just be whining and crying all day long because that, that kind of gets on my nerves a little bit. you know. But, um, well,
1: I mean, I think it gets on But <laughs> any mom's nerves is like, woo, I'm just going to go hide in the closet. Let me know when you're done. Woo. So, I'm not saying <laughs> that, but I'm saying there has to be a healthy balance. Like, you know, yeah, of
0: course. You know that, that it's okay to feel, it's okay to be vulnerable, it's okay to cry if you're hurting. Like, giving them permission to do that, even as toddlers, letting them know that it's okay. Because what happens is then you grow up into adults and you don't know how to feel what you're feeling so you just press that stuff down and press that stuff down and press that stuff down and then it become it turns into depression which turns into suicidal thoughts which could possibly turn into death by suicide and nobody
1: wants that so nobody like said, wants that and not only and that's not a pro, that's not a singular problem because if know. it happens to the individual it happens to everyone around them because exactly. everyone around them is affected. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're right, we have to we have to be a lot more mindful about mm-hmm. what we're doing here. Absolutely. I have a real sneaky suspicion that there are people out there that as a habit do not tell people these things like, "Hey, just you know, just get it together, don't cry. I feel like those people exist and they are licensed professional therapists. (laughs) They know that they're not gonna tell somebody that and they're actually good at their jobs and they're actually good at listening and supporting. And I'm not saying we all have to go out and get therapist degrees or whatever, but we could certainly take a page or two from people who are counselors and really learn how to listen.
0: And I think that's the most important thing Natty, and I think we've said this before, is to learn how to listen and not just listen to the words that are coming out of people's mouths, but listen to the things that they are not saying. Yeah. Listen to the behaviors, listen to, to how they're acting and how they're responding. Now see how that respond right. keeps coming up. Listen to yeah. how they're responding and take listen notes.
1: to their tone.
0: Listen to their tone, all of those things. Like if listen you to really their energy want, exactly. If you really want to help somebody heal, then that is how you help them. You listen and you pay attention. And so and, and I also want to say this about the whole social media stuff. We got to stop sharing stuff on social media just because it sounds good and just because it yeah. looks good. Because that means that's floating around. Somebody is taking heart to that. Like stop, it, stop and think before you share. Stop and think yeah. before you before you comment on these things because somebody is watching, and and just because you and I and and other people may may be in a position where we'll stop and think about it, somebody is not stopping to think about it, and, th- and then mm-hmm. more people are being hurt as a result of a air quotes harmless meme. So we need right. to be mm-hmm. more conscious about the things that we're sharing on social media because again. Don't tell me how to heal what you haven't been through and don't tell me how to heal, period. Because you can't, you don't know what's going on on the inside of me. You most certainly do not. You don't know, you don't know that I had five deaths in my family this year. And so don't tell me how to respond to that because number one, we all respond differently. Number two, we all
1: respond differently because we're all different people.
0: We're all different people and we are just not going to respond to things in the same. So we need to be more sensitive. And, and I keep saying it because this like this, like this is like serious for me because I personally have experienced suicide attempt. And and it's because people have always said, oh, you're the strong one. You know, like my my mom has said that to me, I, I, my mom has said to me, I always tell you to reach out to the siblings and try and keep it together because you're the strong one. Do you know how much pressure that puts on a person? To stay way too much them? pressure. And then you're constantly trying to live up to that. Right, right. You know, and so when you, when, when we, when we, my mom, my mom means absolutely no harm when she says that. She but it it did put pressure on me until I learned better. But she means no right, harm, just right. just like we mean no no harm
1: when we are sharing these memes and things like that. Think oh yeah, what oh, yeah. you're sharing. Yeah. Like so, most of the time we're probably well intentioned, but it's mm-hmm. just not it's not landing the way we think it's going to land. Exactly. At <laughs> you least know? you know, stop stop and think about it
0: before before you do. Yeah. It. Because
1: yeah. I mean, the, people
0: people are hurting, and with good reason. So we need to allow right. them to, allow them the proper time to heal. And we need to support them while they're healing, not tell them, oh, you should have been over this last week. Why are you still crying about
1: this situation? Right, right. That's Stop just it. really harmful. Stop That's it. so harmful. And, and people are so and, yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead, Nanny. No, I, I was just agreeing with you. You were saying people are so quick to jump for that line.
0: Yeah, they're quick to do that. And people are so quick to tell you, to one of one of the things that I absolutely despise is that we choose happiness. Sometimes you go <laughs>
1: well, this will be a whole nother hour long girl because get people me started will tell you. that. Oh well let me just
0: say this little bitty thing then. <laughs> I'm not even gonna I, I'm not even gonna do it. <laughs> let me just tell you I don't even wanna people do will tell you that You will, you choose whether or not you want to be happy. But let me just tell you, sometimes life will hit you so hard. There's no choosing your way out of that. There's no choosing. You can't wake up and choose to be happy. When I had five deaths in my family, and I I don't mean to just keep saying it, but that was five. five But that's a big deal this year. And that's months. Five deaths in five months, Natty. I didn't choose my way out of, choose my way out of that. I fought tooth and nail and I had to get support to pull myself out of the dark space that I was in. I couldn't Mm -hmm. choose Mm -hmm. to be happy. I couldn't choose that. So be careful what you are saying to people because you do not know what their experiences are. And I ain't trying to preach, y'all. I'm just like, you do not know what a person's experience is. So don't tell them, oh, you you can be happy if you want to be happy. No. I cannot. Mm-hmm. I'm trying.
1: Absolutely. And I'm a, I'm trying. I'm gonna let you preach because I'ma tell you right now, especially I'm not I'm not even gonna get started on this because we we're sitting around here listening to some of these people give us this crappy advice. I almost cursed, I'm sorry, give us this crappy advice. <laughs> um And we forget a whole lot of things. We choose to forget that, A, we're living in America. Mm -hmm. B, we know the history of this country. C, we are Black women. D, we have gone through certain things as Black women that other women do not go through. Mm -hmm. Um, And E, we are constantly being gaslit out of the situations and things that that we have experienced. And then on top of all that, you want to try and say, hey... In spite of all of the systemic problems and systemic um, uh, circumstances that we are under, and we're constantly having to fight against, it's also our fault that we're not happy. Are you kidding? I'm, okay, see, I'm already getting started. I'm Ooh. not going to get started. I disagree with Jesus. you. Jesus, I agree yes. with everything that yes. you said, and we're just going to yes leave it at that. <laughs> yes.
0: yes, yes, and yes. Because it's like you said, that's a whole other episode. But
1: that's a whole other episode right there, girl. <laughs>
0: But we, ha- Maddie, we have to be more cognizant of what we are saying to people. Stop mm-hmm. it. Just stop it. If you don't know what to say, don't say anything at all. And if don't you, you, you if just you, listen, just listen. And, and if you're free, free. free, thank you. If you <laughs> whether or not you should say it, you probably shouldn't. Don't yeah, say it. Do. Don't say do. it. Just shut up. Like just, just stop it because we are hurting people and people are out here hurting every single day, Natty, crying themselves to sleep, barely getting out of bed in the mornings, going on on jobs that they hate because they are done all of that. Girl, I'm not telling you what, what I heard. I'm telling you what I know this used to be what I know this used to be my life. And, And I was, and I'm telling you, I was in such a broken place and so much darkness in my life. Girl, like she said, we can't preach here today. We can't nope. do but, um, <laughs> but yes, let's, let's all commit to number one, being more sensitive to the hurt and the pain that other people are experiencing. Don't tell them how to respond to, the, to it. Don't tell them not to feel what they're feeling. Allow them space to feel what they're, to feel what they're feeling. Hold space for them. And if you don't know what to say, don't say anything at all. Just be quiet. Just give her a moment to feel what she's feeling and and just be there to support.
1: You'll be a way better help if you can just do that, especially (laughs) since uh, so many people are on on this tip of trying to fix it. That Mm -hmm. actually will help. It won't fix because grief isn't something to fix. (laughs) It's something that just is a part of life. Everyone on this planet will experience it and it doesn't go away. So The whole trying to fix that doesn't really work. But if you can help by listening and being a supportive ear, that can actually help speed the process of it becoming more bearable for someone because they know that they can turn to you to listen. Absolutely okay y'all see we had one all over there with that but yeah you know girl t- i was about to go off but i knew i was like wait no we almost had our 45 We're minutes almost to wrap it up. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> but i just feel like that i just feel like that needed to be said like yeah we got to we got to do as a people as black people as black women as people in general people in general need to do better we, we need to do better we need to be we need to be able to support each other and let people feel what they're feeling you know Absolutely. Sometimes we just need a moment, you know, and for the people who are hurting, it's okay to feel what you're feeling. You need to do that. Just don't get stuck there. Don't be afraid to, to reach out for help. Because like I said, I, I had to reach out for help. I mean, like for real, for real, I had to reach out for help. So there's I'm no, because
1: we're not meant to do some of this stuff alone. Exactly. We're absolutely not to so, okay, nanny Closing remarks. Good. What you got for us? Um. You know. We, I've kind of said this many times. I feel like I've said this on a few different episodes now, but I'm going to say it again. Um, learning how to, to do this more efficiently and effectively can start with us. And what I mean by mm-hmm. that is if we give ourselves permission to feel what we're feeling in any given moment, we will recognize how to extend that same um, space to others. And when they have that space and they know that we're someone that they can trust, maybe then they'll start giving themselves permission more often when there isn't someone available to talk to. And then it can be kind of like a ripple effect. But I feel like if we can get to where we can be very gracious with ourselves and tell Mm -hmm. ourselves that it's okay, we'll be a lot less likely to give crappy advice to other people. Absolutely.
0: All right, y'all. Well, the doors at our church are now open,
1: and yes, we will. We'll, you know, you need we need to get our cash apps out here so we can pass out that. Later exactly. Yeah, <laughs>
0: the tray is circulating. Right. All right. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but we 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 hope that you guys found value in this conversation because it, it's a conversation that we need to continue to have and not just have the comfort change the conversation but to implement change like right. don't just come don't don't listen don't listen to these episodes and then leave the same way you came in implement change be sensitive to the needs of those who are around you be sensitive to, to their pain and support them i cannot stress that
1: enough support people and it, through their pain. yes And implement our advice by supporting yourself better, by taking better care of yourself first. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Because this is for you. It's for you. And as
0: cliche as it sounds, you cannot continue to pour from an empty cup. So take care care of you first and then take care of those around you. Support you just like you would those around you. All right. All right. All right, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Girl, I will sing and dance. Let me just tell y'all we will. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to get out of here. Natty has been real as always. And mm-hmm. once again, like we say in the beginning and the ending of every episode, follow us on all social media platforms. Shades are strong across the board. Leave us a voice message on our website at strong.com. We are still waiting for y'all to do that. Come on, we want to hear some some y'all. But we do know that you guys are listening because we get the stats. So yeah, we thank you guys for your support. Thank you, thank
1: you. But we still
0: want to talk to y'all. We still want to talk to y'all. So send us a message, leave us a comment, any of that good stuff, whatever works for you. All right, we out of here. See you later, Natty. It's been real. Yes, bye. Bye.
1: Toss in the cold Talking about things we never did before